Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the much neglected televangelist podcast. The televangelist podcast is a part of the IB network, and we are here today to talk about the third season of Succession. I have a podcast version, a newbie here with me, my really good friend and fellow Succession fan, Cynthia Rodriguez. Everybody give her a hand of applause, a round of applause. With you. Oh my God, this is so exciting. I know. I just sprung it on her. So if she's bad, don't say anything, but I'm pretty sure she'll be just fine. If she's a newbie, I'll guide her very slowly. It's not my first time. No, let me see. <laughs> 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 I'm an experienced hand here. All right. So last night's, or I guess it wasn't last night anymore, Sunday's episode was really good. I think universally, everybody thought it blew people out of the water. Part of the what blew people out of the water, I think, or at least got people going was the anticipation of whether Kendall was dead or not dead. How did you interpret that scene when you saw it in episode eight? Um, I didn't really think much about it, to be honest with you. I thought he was just hanging out in the pool, feeling depressed um, and just completely out of it, kind of disengaging more than anything else. I know that um, there was a lot of speculation at the end of the episode as to whether or not this was a suicide. Was he dead? Was he not dead? Um, and it was only after all of those conversations started that I started seeing it from that perspective. So when I saw it, I was like, okay. It's like, wait a minute, did he die? So I was, it was confusion. It wasn't like, I wasn't sure one way or the other. Then I read a couple articles to try to find out and some of the people, the big time bloggers and everything that I read, they were saying, well, maybe he died because that was the last supper and he had the last conversation with Logan and his character arc was over. And so then by about Wednesday, the Reddit sleuths had found him at the table at the wedding and had seen clips from other episodes where he was near from the table scene also with Connor and Shiv, they saw like a corner of him. So these people had sleuthed it and I figured out that he pretty much wasn't dead, but right. it, it didn't it didn't feel like succession to leave that kind of cliffhanger. Like, is he dead or not? But it was interesting, I thought. I It made me think about the show more and anticipate even more. They don't always leave, they don't usually leave you with a cliffhanger like that. Right, I think for me, it was more like I said, him kind of disengaging from, from the dynamic that he was caught up in. You know, he reached a low of lows right after the birthday, after that ultimate humiliation at his brother's, you know, push. Um, and so at the wedding, just dealing with everyone again and the whole dynamic and all the back and forth and the backstabbing and mom and her hatred, her disdain, his father's disdain, everyone hates him all of a sudden, right? Not all of a sudden, but you know but what yeah, I mean. I know what you mean. It's all crashed down on him. Yeah. And I think it was just him hitting rock bottom, so to speak. I didn't take it as, you know, is he dead? It was more like he really hit rock bottom. And maybe, I don't know, maybe the floating bottle was just kind of, you know, that whole visual of the bottle kind of sinking or turning upside down or whatever. It and some was. people said it was like kind of symbolic or, well, symbolic, but also like, he was trying to see what the guy felt like, but I think it's more like what you were saying. He was just like out of it. And, but the way yeah. they handled it, the next episode was kind of interesting because it didn't show it. 
and they made it apparent that he was going to be okay pretty quick when Logan said right. that to Iverson. But it was interesting that it was like, no big deal. Maybe it was a suicide. Maybe he got, he fell off the floaty. Maybe it was kind of indirect. It was troubling, but they right. didn't really spell out for you what really happened. But isn't that kind of um, par for the course when it comes to Kendall, as far as relationships and people caring about him, about his well-being, about his persona, who Kendall is? Does anybody really give a crap? It doesn't seem like they do. Not really. And so, and so, yeah. So the fact that just kind of glossed over the whole situation and mentioned it in a perfunctory manner. I think made sense because it just showed how little attention they paid to it. Like it really was nothing to them. It was just Kendall acting out somehow. I mean, they had their little, I don't know. They had their little um, intervention later, but it still was kind of like, you know, this is kind of what he does. What's he doing? Let me we'll, maybe we'll get him some help. But it wasn't like right. everyone wasn't like rushing to the hospital. Like nobody went to the hospital with him evidently. Right. Like, nobody went there to check. Nobody... It was almost like he just had a binge or something or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, did you anyway. did you feel did you feel like that intervention was a really heartfelt intervention or was it more was it more about Kendall or more about all the drama so that they can move on with their corporate, you know, issues? That's a good question. See, I I take them at face. I like I think they all secretly love each other. But I think I'm kind of savvy about it, whereas most of the people on the, that watch it think they're just awful people. But I think they do care. Like, they just don't know how to show it. And he, uh, Connor, I can't remember what he said, but he was like, he might have said straight up. He said, I love you. And he said something like straight up, like, I'm not joking. And Kendall was like, what? Like, y'all said, I love right. you. And there's no punchline. And, you know, and he, but um, Roman couldn't handle it because he said, you know, I guess I don't want you to die. He couldn't handle it. But they try, like, they don't have the capabilities of being like this. So I think to them, that was their best effort, you know, because right. they, they could have just shunned him. Logan didn't do a damn intervention or do say so, anything. He just was worried about the kids, you know? Uh, yeah. Gosh, the, the, the highlight of the episode, obviously, was the final scene. There was so much, but it, it reminded me so much of a movie. This is the closest thing it came to, like, a normal show where they, they were storming the castle, and then at the end, they fought the big boss and they got their ass kicked. Yeah, that was that was pretty that, that was intense. So devastating. What, what was your take on it? Um, it was really, really, it was a powerful scene, you know, because at you know, on the one hand, you've been following these people for three seasons, and you know, there's a lot of oh, poor little rich kids, poor little rich kids, and it and it's hard to relate to them in so many ways. But in this one scene, it's like wow, you really feel for them and you're, you're kind of rallying behind them. You're storming in, the, in there with them. You're, you want them to get, you know, finally get a leg up, finally have an answer. Who's going to succeed or who's going to be, you know, um, in, in control in some yeah, way. Line, and yeah. to have that just, yeah, to have it just snatched from them in that way when, when, when you almost see some sort of light at the end of the tunnel for them. And then it's like, wah, wah, wah. I thought at the very worst, I said, okay, well, season one, it was Kendall versus Logan. Season two ended with Kendall versus Logan too. But it, it, it was always Kendall trying to take over Logan's spot. And 
with the other ones jockeying too to get, be the next one in line. And I said, okay, this time all three are going to combine. They're going to end the season as a stalemate. And then the next season will be the three of them versus him. But that's not what happened at all. Like it went down. It's the worst case scenario for them. I don't even see where the show goes from there. But gosh, I just, I couldn't believe that. And then the cruelty of their mother turning on them one last time. That was just, that's what I yeah. really felt for them. That was devastating. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and as much as we've seen how non-maternal this woman has been with them, all these, you know, the, the few appearances that she's made, her few appearances have shown how not maternal she really is and how little she, she lays to her own children, her own flesh and blood. So this was like her, her last FU, like this is who I am, you know, I'm done. So not, you know, I just got flat. married. Just like an apartment for her, for her man, basically is what, is, what I gather from it. It wasn't a exactly. whole lot more, you know, yeah. like, really? That's what we're doing there? Uh, I, I also, yeah. the, well, I guess I also, but did see, I'm conflicted because I felt really sorry for Kendall because Kendall, not Kendall, I felt sorry for Roman because he had been there this season. He was ascending. He was ascending, and his star was on the rise. And he fucked up with a dick pic. And then Logan like totally just lost respect for him. He didn't have. He was like, I can't. Right. I can't trust you. I don't believe it. And in my perspective, a lot of people feel sorry for the kids. But I'm always like, well, Logan built this thing, and they all disappoint him in various ways. Even though I'm not sure he ever gave Shiv a real chance. Maybe you know, maybe right. latent sexism or whatever. But uh, Roman's like, because of love. You know, he he really wants, he's the one that more obviously wants his father's approval. And he was just crushed. He was on his knees with Jerry. And I, I, I almost feel like, I don't know if you think this or not, but I, I think Logan really would have taken care of him. He wouldn't have given him the company, obviously, but Logan would have taken care of him in the deal with Matson because he was with him. But because he was right. trying to get him on his side because he didn't need him on his side. He was asking, you know? Right. I think I think you're right. He he I think he definitely gave Roman more of a chance all season long than he ever did to yeah. Shiv. Despite the fact that, you know, she was the one on on paper um, he kept telling her that, but he kept pulling the rug out from under. So right. Kind of. Right. Right. And it did seem like and, and Roman somewhat redeemed himself. Because the yeah, first two seasons, he was a total just... Yeah, he was a fuck up. Nobody job. took him seriously. I thought, Completely. I didn't think he was ever going to take over, but I definitely thought his dad respected him. He was the go-to guy. I thought it was more than a gopher. He was handling the biggest deal. It just... Right. But then that that scene, if you remember that scene with Matson when he asked Logan to stay, and Matson looks at Ken, and not Ken, I keep getting confused, looks at Roman. At Roman. And then basically Logan's like, go ahead back and fuck off. And, you know, so it was like, oh no, he's, he's dropping him out. He's not letting him in the big boy table. So I right. saw that too. And what about Tom? Did you see that coming? I thought that was like, we had so many situations in the, in the, in the finale that was so good, but Tom being the mole or the snitch and Logan patting him on the shoulder, I felt like that was the icing on the cake to everything. I mean, that moment was absolute perfection. Um, you know, seeing it from Shiva's point of view, that little glimpse, that little tap on the shoulder. I mean, it said so much. And, um, 
the the devastation in her and the sense of betrayal that you can tell she yeah, felt. Yeah, you see it in her face when he's like, oh yeah, touching her, and you can see her face just like, Rrr. you know, yeah, and, it was palpable. It, it, it was perfect, and a lot of people. I'm not a fan of Tom, but I did start to have a slight bit of sympathy for him this year because. I always saw him as this social climber that was only married to her for status, but he does love her. He wants the other things too, but he does love her. And he's not horrible to her. He's horrible to everybody else, but he's not horrible to her. And he just asked her to like, Hey, when you're doing stuff, can you consider me? And that scene where they were doing the naughty talk or whatever. And she's like, I don't love you. I, you're, I'm, you're not in my league. I'm out of your league. Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, talk about emasculating somebody, which is, which is funny because, you know, Tom is an imposing presence. He's like a big guy. And for her to just knock him down was that, that was humiliating. That was pretty bad. And they put, I mean, they kind of, they telegraphed it, but the way you make Tom seem, the, the, the good thing about this show is that you don't see it coming. People can say they see it coming, but you don't see it coming because they drop hints about everything and things never happen. And they made Tom so devoted to Shiv. They never on camera right. showed him like not kissing her ass. Like right to the right. final Absolutely. moment. He's still kissing her ass and still even on a phone call. And then he makes that decision to do that. The, the, but to her face, he's yeah. never like really done anything. He said a couple of things, like maybe I don't like this. Maybe I don't want to be a hippie. But I mean, he's just saying, you know, I don't like it, but not this kind Right, of he's thing. never asserted himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like this kind yeah. of betrayal, I, I wouldn't have thought he would no. have done that and still try to be married to her. Yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty hardcore. Now, there was a lot of criticism. I think we talked privately, like maybe the first three or four episodes do you think that were you frustrated at any point in the season i was it just felt like i was on a hamster wheel you know just going around in circles and and you know what the hell is happening when is there going to be some sort of movement there was it was i mean you have slow builds in a lot of shows but this was painfully slow for me um but you know I'm, i'm already committed to the show so i i followed it through and i'm actually glad i did because i think it paid off yeah, it definitely did pay off. But I thought this season mm-hmm. more than and the first season was finding its way. So that you throw that out a little bit because the first four episodes, it was still finding its way. A lot of people have gone back and watched it in the groups I'm in. They're like, really? This was like that? And this was like that? It's like, you know, around four, five, six, seven, they found its way. By the end of the season, they knew who these people were. But in right. this season, I think the way it was supposed to be this big thing they they made these huge things out of things and then they were nothing so he was the whistleblower kendall was the whistleblower and right then nothing really happened with that they they made it right again it was a whole lot it really was nothing. just like water guns right and maybe a that's whole a lot way. of nothing and, yeah, like, and really? you know yeah if the guy that owned Disney or owned Disney, Bob Iger, if, it, if one of his sons came out and said that stuff about, you can, can you imagine if like a CEO and their son who had a big position said this is what's right. happening, not just a regular whistleblower, but like the son, I feel like there would be more. Right. They had these congressional hearings right before that. They've been in so much trouble. I don't see how they could have just 
but we just got scenes of saying, oh, yes, take care of, you know, nobody's going to jail. Oh, you know, they're just right. going to find us. Oh, you know, we're uh, FBI raided us. But they didn't find anything. And that was it. So it was no drama to the big right. central conflict. And then I was actually, the show actually picked back up for me when they uh, did away with that. They just said, look, we're just going to be fine. Nobody's going to jail. And then they did the Gojo thing. And then it picked, right. up, it picked back up, you know? And I think that's only been two episodes or. Yeah, I guess it was the, uh, there was the birthday party. Was the birthday birthday party, right. was that the ninth episode? There was the birthday party. Then there was another episode and there was this. That episode. was the. It's just three, right? Right. Yeah, so the birthday party. Yeah. That la the last week where Kendall, but I can't remember anything other than Kendall. Uh, oh yeah, the confrontation because they're still at the wedding. So that that scene, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but that scene was amazing. That last last week was, I thought last week was awesome until this week, because uh, they had that huge confrontation between uh, Logan and Kendall, and I thought that, I didn't think they could top that. Um, so I wanted to break down some of the season arcs with the characters. Uh, I guess we could start at the top, which is Logan. We didn't see much of Logan this season. Mm -hmm. How much did you... And I think some of that was some some of the weakness of the season. But what did you think of his character story this season or storyline? I I think it was interesting because in the he there, he's had his highs and his lows, um, moments where I mean he's shown himself to be super formidable. I mean this man is you know take takes no prisoners, but at the same time we saw him completely vulnerable with the urinary tract infection. Mm -hmm. Um, the scene with Matson when they were, was it Matson that no, they were hiking? That, and Adrian Brody when they were hiking, the other guy. Yeah, that's Adrian right. Brody played that character. Yeah, and they, he was like, that's about right. to die. Yeah, so, you know, we've seen a lot of, you know, moments where we think, oh, he's done. Yeah, and, and then he comes back. It's like he's he just won't freaking die. Yeah, yeah, it's like he just comes, he does always come back with force. And yeah. Saying, you know, we're going to get him, we're going to get him, and you, you can't. And he's finally like, okay, I've had my nine lives, I'm out, which I never thought right. that character would do. Um, but he's my favorite part of the show, so I don't like, I don't like when the kids are running the show, but they did expand those characters. I don't know if they grew, but those characters can handle carrying a season um, better than they have been able to in the past. Uh, but yeah, Logan, I, and I don't know how much Logan will see next season because he's sold the company. So I'm not sure where you go or, or how you go from there. I don't know. I, I don't know how much we'll see of Logan. Well, do you think, do you think that, do you, I wonder whether or not it is an absolutely done deal. That's a good question too. They're good at erasing stuff. I would say that's one of the weaknesses of the show. So you have right. Kendall, you thought maybe he killed himself. It's no big deal. You have Jerry and the dick picture, and then looks like she's going to get pushed out of the company. Not really a big deal. You have right. the FBI raided the company. Not really a big deal. No. It's like right. they're just they're like cop teasers. They like get you. And then that whole cliffing and they have ah, it's not a big deal. It doesn't really matter. Right. And even yeah, all the absolutely. horrible things they say to each other, eh, eh, it's not a big deal. You know, with the right. letter between, uh, and they did address that a little bit, but then they've never really like made up with Kendall and, and Shiv and, 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 and with Roman and Kendall, right. they didn't make up. And I know brothers and sisters do things, but as adults, 
those fights tend to carry more weight. Right. I mean, there are some things you can't come back from. Yeah. I think that, you know, like the the, the scene at Kendall's birthday where Rome, I mean, you know, that was cruel on Roman's part. Um, it wasn't just, you know, ribbing between siblings. Like he was being completely cruel to his to his brother and he wanted to humiliate humiliate him. Um, you know, so some some things are forgivable, um, even among family, and some things are not, but they or just kind of eh, okay. while, but they seem to get over it really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Shiv. Uh, I was disappointed in her story arc this season because A, she didn't develop. They made her into a super bitch. And I defended her because a lot of people, they say really bad things about Sarah Snook and her appearance, even though she's like the sexiest woman on TV to me. And the character, when she does horrible things, she's a bitch. And when other people do horrible things, it's okay. But she really was a super bitch as the as the season went yeah. on and she just and one thing that uh one of the guys that used to podcast with me kept saying is that you know she looks dumb because they keep pulling the rug out from under her right right i mean you know initially the first you know first season i i, I remember feeling she was a pretty strong woman even though she was kind of cast aside i felt like she was somebody with a lot of potential you know um professionally and she just wasn't being given a chance. And then this season, we see that she's given a chance and she's just not maximizing it. She, she just kept sort of dropping the ball. Part of it is because they kept, you know, pulling the rug out from under her, but maybe it's because she just couldn't bring it. And I, and, and, and I think she's better in the political world than she is in the, in, in this in world. the business she world. Yep. She wanted to do something else, then she switched and she just, but it's also all boys too. It, it can't be, it, it's an all boys network and it kind of kept her out of it too. Cause there was the, right. the uh, when basically like the other people on the board, I forget their names, Carl and the other guy, she was trying Frank. to get yeah. to them and they complained about her. And Logan was like, chill out on them. It's like, well, you just gave right. her the authority to do stuff. And then when they complain, like you cut her legs out. So how are you going to, you know, how could she do it? You know, I, I don't know. He wouldn't have put up with that, but she right. made her put up with it. So I, I didn't think she was given a fair shot. And then the stuff with Tom. Oh, no, absolutely not. I think he dangled the little carrot in front of her. He did it to appease her for a little while, mm-hmm. just until he could kind of figure out. I, I think he was just using her as a placeholder while he while he played his other games yeah, yeah, around exactly. her. And he likes them to, he likes to bring them close and then, but not too close. No, you can't have it, you know? That's right. why he, he brings them close. And like his wife said, the best, one of the most profound lines, say Logan likes to kick things as far as he can and see if they come back. And that's what he does in the business. Right. He's like, ah, get out of here. You know, oh, come on. You can you can be the next one. Ah, get out of here. You know, he that's what he does. Um, do you think, right. this is off of, of our script here. Do you think Logan loves his children? I think he loves them as far as he's capable of loving. Yeah, I think that too. Yeah, because he has moments where he shows compassion or he discusses it, but he he can't like the stuff with Kendall. He's like on the on the boat. Not Kendall. I keep calling him Kendall. Roman on the boat, and he's like, you know, you know, if you need to get yourself straight, get yourself straight. I don't want to know about it. He's like. What's wrong with you? He's right. like screens or up the ass. Or he's like asking me, he's like, if you're gay, you know, just go do your thing. If you got sexual addiction, go get it fixed. But I don't want to know. Like that's his right. version of like love, which is really weird. But 
he just he doesn't have well because a lot of it also because a lot of it is is about not necessarily um his love as for his children as a father but his love as it as it relates to his appearance yeah that's true too yeah you know it's about him that's true that's a good point it definitely is about him and how it makes him look and he doesn't right. really care that his son is a sexual deviant, just that he's a freak, that it makes him look bad or whatever. Right. And of course, we have Jeremy Strong is fantastic. It's Kendall. But yes. Uh, sometimes I felt like he was kind of spinning his wheels because basically what would happen is Kendall would try something, he would fail, and then he would get real sad. Um, right. It's hard. It's easy to ignore that because of that great scene where he's on the ground at the end of the episode or the middle of the episode last season. But uh, what was your take on how Kendall went this season? Um, Kendall was just really frustrating because he was delusional um, in, in some ways. He just he 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 got caught in this fantasy of his about revenge about kind of, you know, getting back what's owed to him in his mind anyway. And um, I, I think that because of that, he was he was really blind for what he was doing. Um, it made him look really pathetic. Yeah, he really was. Like the yeah, birthday party birthday thing. Party, uh, you know. And before that, remember oh he, wanted gosh, to go on yes. the, he wanted to go on to that Daily Show type show. And he's right. mean tweet, bad, good tweet, bad tweet. And he was so not self-aware, but so affected by his celebrity on one moment and, and, and grandizing how great he was. And it did remind me of a lot of like fake woke people, but his yeah. lack of self-aware, he, his lack of self-awareness is like worse than anybody on the show, I think. Because no one Absolutely. thinks he's this great champion. And even when he got up, he's tone deaf. He got up and he read the names at the board meeting of the women affected. Right, right. And nobody, it was dead silence in the room. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like nobody like gets you yeah. or thinks you're, you know, you are what the the host of the show, the, the Black lady, and she actually does host a real show like that, evidently. But and I'd never heard of her or seen her before. Uh-huh. But that's everything that he is. And he just became, I used to sort of like right. Kendall, but this season... I don't like him at all. Like he's better. I used to say this Yeah, about, no, he was completely not likable. I used to say this about my dad and it was horrible, but I was like, I like you better when you drink. And I know in the end, you yeah. a lot of problems, but your personality is actually better in, to interact with when you drink. And as a kid, when he's high, like last, the season before when he was high, like he would get, he would get going and get right. the last two seasons. But now he just was like, just failure after failure. I almost wish he had won it might have made it more interesting or just had some wins. He didn't have any wins the whole right. season, I don't think. Yeah, no, he was he was completely pathetic this season. And I think I and that's the best word that I can think of. He was just really, really sad. Um and and embarrassing to watch. It was yeah, yeah, it was, it was embarrassing. I didn't see yeah. This. Like you you're on there, you got a he-man blanket. I think it was a he-man blanket or something when she was consoling him, the girlfriend. And he's right. just so, they're all entitled, but entitled and whiny and, oh, uh, it's uh, he was going to make himself be on the cross like Jesus for his Yes, yes, yes. That was hilarious. <laughs> I was very excited to see like the mini Wu-Tang. Uh, right. Whatever, but they didn't show that. But he, nobody else would do that. 
in, in the, right. the birthday party with the tree and the vagina and the tree house. Yeah. Like, oh, so like no one feel Logan de- doesn't feel like that about himself. Nobody thinks of themselves on the show. Yeah. Kendall thinks of himself and it's just, and I remember when he was rapping, I think it was season two, he just doesn't have the awareness. Nobody thinks that's good. And he quotes right. up and he thinks that makes him cool. Just, oh, oh, oh. Roman, I think we talked about it a little bit. We talked about Roman having the most growth so far. In well, what we thought he had. Well, growth is hard because none of them really grow. I think they get maybe they get better at what they do. Like he got better at his job. He didn't grow as a human. Um, right. It's very concerning. Concerning that he was basically willing to have like a Nazi sympathizer as the president yes. because he knew it was yes. his best business decision. Uh, that was disturbing. Right. But he, he's yeah, the definitely. only one that ever says something when their dad is in trouble or sick. If Connor's around, he will. But he's the right. only one that'll say something. Um, when Shiv was wanted to write the letter, he was like, I don't want to write the letter. To me, despite the fact he's like a sexual pervert and deviant, he's, yeah. he's the most redeeming because he wants to have that sense of family. He wrote the That's article. True. He did the interview about Logan and he told the story about Kendall. Right. He, he wished that had been, you know, and Logan called him a faggot for his trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, I, I, is there anything else you thought about Roman this season? I mean, it was nice kind of moving away from his sexual perversions. Man, came um, back, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they didn't focus as much on it. And we got to see a little bit more of Roman beyond that. A little bit more of Roman, the person, as opposed to, you know, the guy who's masturbating in the office window. Yeah, that almost almost turned me off from the show. I remember that episode. I was like, do I really want to watch this? This is really weird. I almost didn't go, but I I stuck with it, thank God. But do you think, Yeah. this is something too, and and maybe as a woman is a different view, but I felt like, last season what was going on with jerry was consensual this season they made it seem like he was just bugging her and harassing her is that just my perception or did you think that or no i thought it was consensual i i I, to me it seemed like it may have started as something that took her aback maybe in the beginning Mm -hmm. i don't know um, but I definitely got the feeling that she she was enjoying it. You know, I, they, it was sort of their dynamic. It was but how they worked. And, you know, she would stop, though. She was like, I have a boyfriend. Don't send me the pictures anymore. So I felt like at some point they were making it like it was a I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure at, at what point it shifted. I don't know if it was when she, when she got named like, in, you know, she didn't really need him anymore because at first they were kind of allies but then when she was in our ceo she right. was like go prove yourself go play but it, it just i don't right. know and i felt like it wasn't necessarily what they were doing with the characters it was like they changed the tone of it maybe because they knew that right. it was coming so they changed but i mean if you're outside the door talking dirty to somebody to make them get off and then all of a sudden you're like don't send dick pics like you know I, it, it does seem consistent, doesn't seem consistent, but I mean, I know you, a woman has the right for consent and all right. that, but it just doesn't seem like a consistent right. as far as, you know, fiction goes. 
So that, right. that was the only thing I was. I, I just felt that she was kind of back and forth. She 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 was vacillating a little bit. Yeah, on. yeah, they did too. And it was like she wasn't like, and she still told a good job, and she was happy that he did a good job before he sent the picture. And I don't think she was going to do anything if she had actually got the picture, and not Logan. But right. uh, that part. Yeah, that part I don't me. think she would have done anything. And the last one we have is, is Connor. Connor got, I feel like, I may be wrong. I think Connor got more screen time this season than ever. I never really cared about Connor. This season, I really like Connor. I am the eldest son. That was the great scene. Uh, he said, I will keep on my coat as it, that is my right in the uh, <laughs> in this birthday party season. Oh, at the birthday party, yes. Yeah, and he, he, buried, he got a little uh, actual... What would you call it? Storyline with Willa. He married her. Or he proposed to her. She right. Did. Uh, what did you think of Connor's journey? Well, I, Connor's interesting because he's also got some delusions of grandeur as well. He does. He uh, does. Now, that, that is true. If Connor, I take it back. Absolutely. If Connor had a birthday party, it wouldn't be, it would be similar to Kendall's, I think, if he was doing a bash. It would just be in a different way. Right. I, I think it, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it, it might be more um, his would be more elegant. Yeah, Let's it put it that way. Elegant. It'd be more focused on him as a visionary. It would exactly. be self-aggrandizing of his whole life, but as his, of what he is now. Yes. And, uh, but but the funny thing is, just like the show, the show does it on purpose. Connor's off to the side because he's not one of the three with Logan and right. Uh, the other wife um right and so i even did it because i didn't i was thinking about the three kids you know and the three kids were the ones that went with and that is right. some of the dynamic of a half brother half sibling sometimes too where you don't have the same uh parents and you're raised by different people to some degree but i thought that was great uh the last scene when he had a serious scene that he had and he was like i didn't see pop for three years right like the first kid has it harder generally than the other kids if you have an abusive parent right um, definitely and, and i mean in general the first kid you know <laughs> usually has a harder but when you have an abusive parent it's like really tough yeah i mean it seems like connor was cast you know was was an afterthought once logan created his second real family, family. yeah yeah and we never mm -hmm. hear about connor's mom but we hear he still has dealings to the point of coming to the wedding with the kid's mom so that's like it and he right. still gets mad about who she married so he has something that's his that's that's his that's logan's like first wife and rich people might have a different view of that and everything right but yeah that that and that's the mom of the kids and it's just so much different but so in that way if anybody i feel sorry for is connor and connor's a human being even though he's not trying to stab people in the back he did try to use his leverage to get some money this season and get some titles right. and get his presidential right. campaign, but much lighter than the other ones. He's not really yeah. there to stab anybody. I, I, think, I think he did that more so in an effort to be long yeah, that's true too. Than, oh, than because he was really interested in getting, you know, so, because he's always been on the periphery and somewhat disinterested in all the corporate goings on. Um, so I, I think that that, um, that move on his part was more about wanting to be a part of something, um, yeah, that's a good point. familial. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause he doesn't, but I think I loved how this season they showed or they didn't show, but they said or mentioned 
how he had taken them camping and he shat on himself and they made yeah. fun of him. But he had taken them camping. He took uh, right Roman ice fishing or fishing or whatever. It was him playing yeah. a lot of the father figure role that yep. Logan, because the dad didn't have the time because he's much older than them. He's at least 10, 15 years older than them. Right. So he played that role. Yeah. And I thought I liked that. And they, they, they treat him like a joke but they still not chill. But the boys still have affection and love for him too. It's a weird right. thing because he was also like a I think so, father. Yeah. And so, right. so that part I kind of dug. Um, even though yeah. they, you know, they give him shit for it still. And I think that was the best thing of how they treated him when when uh at the birthday party when Kendall made the banner about him shitting himself. He's like, I took y'all. <laughs> And they still make right. fun of him. Yeah, that was pretty bad. He was the one that did it, you know? So, right. uh, but yeah, I, I like Carter. Carter might be my favorite one, but he's just such a non-threat. You can't really take him seriously. Right. What do you think his, uh, before we get off that, but what do you think Connor's politics are? Um, interesting question. I, 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 I think he would lean more towards the liberal side along with Shiv. You think so? Or maybe kind of, or, or maybe more, more, more middle of the road. I, it was weird, but the way he talked about it, he's running for a public, but he talks about, I don't know, he's kind of out there when he talks about it. So he always reminds me of like, like a libertarian, or I can't remember what they said, like a libertarian, because they kind of drew both traits. But also, right. the, the one thing he did say, he said, Matson is trying to deplatform people like me. And that's something the right wing people say when they get banned from. Oh, interesting. From and right Twitter and all that so i think he's like an almost like alex jones Rand paul <laughs> like oh, i think God. it might be some of that too they don't really right. formulate it but i think there's something right. in there like like i don't know Carl, what, what you got going on but it, right but also he could be like uh i don't know i don't know like some bloombergish kind of stuff it's kind of weird. right he's very yeah. he's very but i can see him doing the patriotic shit all right, so your favorite moments of the season were what? What are your favorite moments of the season? Um, for me, I I I loved Kendall's birthday. That was, you know, it, it was nice watching that that train wreck. Um, you know, just seeing the the level of disconnectedness that he had with with the real world and 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 him being in his own mind. Um, so I enjoyed that, but my favorite, favorite, favorite. Well, and I also enjoyed Logan's urinary tract infection. That, that was, was great. A wild episode. That was a wonderful scene. Um, but my favorite one moment was at the very end when Tom put his hand on Shiv's shoulder and asked her if she was okay. <laughs> that That's was it. like, oh, like yeah, like let me let me just twist the knife in. Yeah, baby. And Tom is so stupid, yeah. he didn't realize that he just gave himself up. Yeah. Uh, and every, so any moment, any moment, any moment with Greg and, and Tom, though, is, is awesome funny. to watch. They're funny sports. Yeah. They're, they're always funny. Uh, I think my favorite moments were, obviously, that final scene, just in general. He said, get your mm -hmm. own pile. I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, and, and Logan, from the very beginning, has kind of resented the fact that they don't have to work for what they've had, and he did. Right. Uh, I would say it really struck me when they read the letter that Shiv wrote on that show oh, and he was in the controller yes. room 
that really struck me as a moment. It just hit me. But my favorite moment and well, my favorite episode probably was the episode before this, even though this was like a really good episode, but it's almost cheating when it's the season finale. But right. the confrontation, the, the final confrontation between Kendall and Logan and everything that was going on around that. And I really liked Shiv and her mom as well, too. I thought it was almost right. Sweet. But he, the whole deal with them poisoning, whether he was going to poison them or not, and he yes. literally calls his grandson over yes. there to taste that was it. Bad. And a lot of people misinterpreted that because it's actually, I don't know if he was just fucking with them, but if he really thought it, it's the perfect play because he's going to stop it because it's like he wasn't, it's kind of sick, but it's sick that you think right. your son, like it's right. not, it's not crazy to think that Kendall would poison him. And the whole family keeps saying he's trying to kill him. You know, the right. things he does, he knows that somebody at Logan's age, he's putting stress on him. He's putting, you know, right. he's not. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, I, I don't think Kendall would kiss, try to kill him, but it's not a crazy, on a scale of one to 10, there's like a 20% chance he might do it. Like, so, right. you know, and so I don't know, but, uh, uh, but it was like the perfect play. It's very Machiavellian, but. but it was it, definitely. Uh, and the way Logan just twisted the knife in and he kept, Kendall was like, I'm better than you. And, you know, you do things I can't. He's like, right. How long did that boy? How, yes. How long was he under? He's like, you queer? Did you try to come on to him? You know, it was just Logan. It was like, yes, you know, definitely. Like he kept poking the bear, and the bear was like, fuck it, fuck off. Yeah. So that that was my favorite season, and I mean that favorite moment of the season. And they're just both very good actors, and you put them. They in, are. And I was waiting for that. They they kept them apart most of the season. They were good on the walk, but they had the walk in that episode with Adrian Brody. They had to stay away from each other. But in mm-hmm. this, they were right in front of each other. Right, and it was, and it was, and it was a brutal scene. That that one scene yeah. you're you're talking about. It was a very brutal scene, but those two couldn't have been calmer. Yeah, they both. You know, so, yeah. so you know, they were both very, very chill, very relaxed, very, you know, soft-spoken, but just the, the, the energy between them was powerful. And it just was, in uh, the little things, like when, and it could have been, and it's little things you can interpret. So Kendall, they bring the plates or they bring the bowls and Kendall says, no, not that one, this one. So if you think somebody's trying to poison oh, yes. you, you can't do that. If somebody's trying to poison <laughs> you, like the, whoever the cook was, yeah. already, if you said this is especially for my dad, they should know, you know, I know that happens, but at that level of that money, I thought if I had an English source for poisoning, they said, no, this one. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, what are they doing? Like, so it's like, did Kendall do that to mess with them? Or did he really legitly do that? Or, you know, had he really prepared this great meal for his dad that right. was trying to... You know, did he look out did for his dietary restrictions yeah, or why did he want to scare his dad a little why, bit? Why was Kendall so resistant? Why can't he just let Logan have his own food? Like it, was, it still was right. a power struggle because he wanted right. to say, I'm, I made this for you. Please take this. You know, still was that thing, you know? Right. And uh, to wrap up, I just, I have no idea where they go from here. To me, that almost seemed like a series finale. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sort of, but I mean, there's still a lot of things that can happen. I mean, we have to see what happens. Um, I'm not 100% sure that the deal is done. Yeah, done. That's a good point that you have, because they're very good at like saying, like I said, we talked about the whole time. It's like they say this is going to happen and it doesn't happen or this happened and this happened. And the whole the whole shareholders meeting was supposed to be this 
big thing and they just kind of right. made a deal and they averted it. And I mean, and, and it's not, it, it wasn't officially done when we went off. I mean, basically, right. done, but it wasn't like it literally hadn't signed it and everything. So, I mean, I don't know, but I think whatever they do, they're very good at with these cliffhangers at slowing things down to like a very low and slow burn. So right. We had, you know, four or five episodes to resolve Kendall trying to take over or trying to be the snitch or the, the whistleblower. We, we, the first season when he confessed, I still think that was the best of the three endings. Yes. When he confessed to what he, when Logan had him and he basically brought it back in and called him his number one boy. I still think that was the best ending, but they have great endings. Um, yeah. But that didn't even come up again, really. I mean, it came up a little bit, but, and it still hasn't served like a, uh, it hasn't, hurt anybody yet even though he admitted to it i'm sure that'll keep being like an underlying thing like this could be and i don't know how much uh i think it's alan alexander skasgard who's a really good actor first song love him i don't know how often he'll be on the show so and i don't know enough about business to figure out what you do in these situations or where they go but i'm pretty sure that Kendall's not going to just go off and start his own i mean i mean it's that kind of show where they would go off and start their own company it, it doesn't seem like that kind of show. No, no, I don't think so. And so definitely I, I, not. I, 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 you know, I, I, I think that they've, the whole, the whole, the whole show has been about them trying to, you know, get their piece of the, of Logan's pile, mm-hmm. not, um, not them going out and branching off and starting their own as Logan said. And I don't think they're about to start now. Yeah, um, I don't think they're ever going to, I think they're always going to be Lucy and Charlie Brown because every time they try to, he just pull, he's Lucy, he just pulls it out from under him. So yes. I don't know how it goes, but it should be, maybe they turn on each other and try to get back in his good graces and get some kind of position. And right. Uh, but so overall, what would you, what grade would you give this season? Um, I give it a B plus. I think that's what I would do. A minus B plus. I'm J, I'm not jaded, but I'm heavily influenced by the, uh, the, the the final episode so i think i have to give it an a minus but like right on that line like the last point you could give of a of an a minus to close right to a plus. so um but yeah but thank you for doing this this was good See, thank you, you for asking and so for uh for the televangelist podcast remember the ib network this podcast feed please rate and subscribe and spread the word and share the podcast thank you everybody